0: Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy Kwali. It's the non-stop playing podcast. And I'm back with another serious topic. So, like I do as I always do in the beginning, I gotta tell you what happened on the last episode. I had my boy Raj on. He talked about Web3, metaverse, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin all the essentials you need to know. And he didn't give actual advice. He was just telling you things to look out for in terms of getting involved in that area. So check out the episode if you haven't. And for all my, you know, uh, people that have come back or my supporters, again, hit that subscribe, hit that like, hit that follow. Again, I'm dropping content all the time. So I'm trying to get on the schedule, but the way these these topics coming up and these people trying to get involved is real out here. So uh, again, uh, I appreciate y'all for the support, and also if um, you haven't checked already, I do have an option for you to support. So if you go to the link in um, the bios, you can go in. You can you know donate some money because your boy really trying out here. It's real out here, so y'all know, y'all know what it is. Don't think don't act like y'all don't know. Y'all do know. So again, I just want to do that little housekeeping before I get into this topic. So without further ado, I got a special guest. So as y'all know, spe- uh, season two has been all about special guests and. Uh, this guest this this kind of fell out the sky a little you know uh, um divine intervention in a sense right it it was written uh so i have my guest on today uh tatiana uh she's originally from illinois but she's out here in arizona now and we met uh actually on our where, where we both work so we met doing that and you know got acquainted and you know you know what it is sometimes they say all ken folk ain't skin all skin folk ain't ken folk right but we 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 connected and that's just what it is. So uh, I got her on today, and we're going to talk about a very very serious and crucial topic related to healing and moving on. So without further ado, I want you to welcome Tatiana to the uh, podcast, and she's going to talk her ish. Uh, so tell the people about yourself, and you know what brought you to Arizona, and you know why are we going to talk about healing today?
1: Well, one uh my name is Tatiana uh what brought me to Arizona actually is a part of my healing journey so I I will definitely uh get into that um I would consider myself a celestial being on a physical trip here (laughs) Uh, I am the owner and creator of Natural Royalty um Natural Royalty basically began as a vision building into an organization Um, to assist in spiritual and self-development through uh, radical art therapy-based workshops and programs. I also have four amazing little people who will shine so much light into this world. I already know it. Um, But as far as this journey, um, you know, we never really realize where our journey starts because we think... (laughs) that journey starts when we're born but I mean I'm 33 now and everything that I've experienced I feel like you know things have been moving way before I got to this planet you know to get me here um but uh I will say that I am um definitely this person just a little bit about my mindset um I'm definitely that person that doesn't like labels. Um, I don't like being put in a box or being marginalized in any kind of way. Um, But just for explanation purposes, um, I have struggled with depression. Um, And of course, like many people of color, um, from my experience, also struggle with acknowledging um, that we have depression for, for many reasons. And that's a whole nother topic. Uh, but through a lot of self-evaluation, um, I just really realized that when I'm faced with, you know, all of these things in life, it's, it's easy to get distracted from developing yourself. Um, so the second, the really bad, um, set of depression that, that I was in before moving to, to Arizona is what really kicked off like this last, you know, uh, momentum of growth, if you will. Um, but again, it made me realize how important having an ongoing growth regimen is like not, don't think about it. Don't, this is, this isn't something you can guess. You know, this isn't something that that, they all deal with it later when it comes up. No. And, And I'm one of those people where, you know, life hits me hard because it doesn't it doesn't work um how I think that it should work. Um and that's why I consider myself like a celestial being. I feel like I really move out of love regardless of what I be feeling. Lord knows, Lord knows, <laughs> but like, I say all that because like, I, I see, you know, the little struggles in other people, I, I see them and then I want to automatically help. And that has been, um, a blessing in my life, but a blessing that I have had to learn how to balance. And I realized that that was probably one of the main things that was causing like depression at one point because I was trying to pour into so many people. um, And (laughs) seriously, I was trying to pour into so many people and not realizing I wasn't taking care of myself. I, I like head on, like people that I love, if I see something, you know, in them that I can speak to, to help them in any way possible, even if I had to be there, like checking on you, and especially with people that I'm in relationships with.
0: That's a whole nother topic. That's the Pisces in her.
2: <laughs> oh, shut up. It's <laughs> a
1: whole nother thing because, like, you know, a partnership for me in in any aspect, whether it be platonic or a romantic relationship, like, it's it's not just about loyalty at that point because my thing is like if you're coming into my life, come into my life with intention. Don't don't come into my life and and try to play around and get like nobody nobody has time for that. I got four kids. <laughs> that's my line. Like <laughs> that's my line all the time. My go to.
2: <laughs> Why you didn't answer that phone? I got four kids. <laughs>
1: but uh anyway (laughs) yeah but um I don't know it's just it has put me in a space where I I really had to start recognizing you you got to be selfish G like and it was so hard like I don't like I know that's not hard for a lot of people Right. And it's so crazy to me because when I started to do <laughs> me, I'm that guy. <laughs> when, when, when I started to do it, I was just, I was so like, I didn't give myself no grace. I was just mm-hmm. like, I can't, I can't do this. How can I pull back from, from everyone and, and just say, do me. And God pulled me to the side one day and was like, and I swear, this is, this is my relationship with God. And we're going to get into that too. But it's literally a relationship. He pulled me aside and he said, hey, sis, you know why you deserve to be selfish? One, because you have four beautiful kids that need all of you, not a part of you. And if you're going to do that, then you need to make yourself whole. And if you want to do that, then that's going to require you to take some time to yourself. That's going to require you to be a little bit selfish. But how, how, how is that going to make everybody else feel? What are my close friends? What if I, I, I can't be like, I can't talk right now. I can't be on the phone every week, whatever. Like, how did, what if they feel some type of way? How do I deal with that? And it came up. It definitely did. I mean, I, I have a friend, I still, right now to this day, feel like she is every bit of a soulmate. She is, she is one of my best friends and her whole family, her mom, everybody. But in that space, I wanted so much to help her. And she needed like that support, but God was pulling me back at the same time. Like those were the contradictions of life that I knew was going to hit me hard when I decided to be selfish, you know, but that self-love, you ha- that requires you to be selfish at that point. And I just, I prayed and I realized, you know what, even if this does in some way, you know, shape or form put a space in our relationship, it's going to always be. no no matter what and and I don't know when we will reunite but I I know that we will because I know that I intentionally took took that time for myself because I knew what was ahead of me and I knew if I didn't stop and get that done that I was going to regret it in the near future and so making those tough decisions beyond um what your friends and your loved ones feel as long as you're communicating that, I say do it, but um, I'm just ramb- rambling. <laughs>
0: hey, I, I love it. I love it. Cause it, it, it takes another step, right? It gives you another source of essence of who you are and what you yeah. represent. Right. We haven't gotten to the thick of it. Right. As far as how you started your journey and actually what led to your journey in a sense, right. But you kind of gave that precursor to, where you are and what you're trying to do, so or what you what you are doing in a sense, right? So again, yeah. it's it's like that that trailer, right? You, everybody, well, shout out to Jordan Peele. You know, Nope came out the other day, right. so you seen the commercial with the alien aircraft and riding horses. You like, man, I gotta see this. So right. that was the precursor to what we're gonna get into. So that that was that yeah. was great. But I want to highlight a few things that you said that I felt were super profound. One being, you said that you can't pour into others, right? If you don't have anything for yourself. And that's an analogy that I live by. And I've always lived by, but never knew what it was, right? I always tell people like, how do you expect me to pour into you if I don't have anything to give from myself? My cup is Mm -hmm. empty. So that means you're getting nothing from me. I have to replenish that cup in order for me to give you what you need as well. So, you know, having that self-reflection, having that, 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 you know, the the way to frame it or having that ideology of, all right, I got to make sure I'm good. And I actually talk about this on one of my episodes. When I talk about dating, people are dating broken and people are dating from a mindset of, I have to get over. And this is why all these toxic behaviors are happening. And this is why things are not lasting more than six months because you have nothing to give, but you seek so much. And it's like yeah. it's a it's a yeah. it's a dogmatic <laughs> approach and it doesn't make sense. And you wonder why you're yeah. in a position that you're in. You haven't healed personally, you haven't taken those no steps back. But a lot of people say, Well, I'm just doing my own thing, but they are having sex with a lot of people, and that's a ritual in itself. So then you're throwing yourself off even more because I talk me and Devin, you know, we talk about that and how do you activate your kundalini? How do you activate your trackers? People out here doing things they shouldn't be doing, sharing yeah. unnecessary energy with folks. And not get anything in return. And yep. I can go on, I can go down the rabbit hole if you need me to, but it's yeah. real out here. But the episode is about you. And we do talking <laughs> about your journey. So <laughs> let's dial it back. <laughs> so no, that's good though. Yeah, no, definitely, right. definitely, definitely. So you know, gave us a precursor, you know, saying as far as your mindset and where you are and what you're doing. So what led you to that in a sense? And if it's something that's a little too personal, we can kind of block that out but you know what has given you the strength or what has given you the the vision to be like all right you know what Tati all right sis you gotta you gotta tap into you you gotta build on you what led you to that in a sense
1: oh um yeah so I was and I feel like I need to to say this even and sometimes we 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 deal with uncomfortable things uh, I was just journaling about this the other day. It like if we hide from the uncomfortable situations or the pains or the traumas, um, instead of facing them. Um, and, and and I'm not saying just face them head on, you gotta get over it because healing is, you know, unpredictable. It does not have a specific time stamp. Um, but I know I can never again be you know, in a situation where I'm like, oh, this is just too uncomfortable. Like, it's it's too much for my emotions. I'm going away because that's not like solving my issues. I didn't have the, uh, the role models to show me how to use those particular skills. So I think that everything that I tapped into literally came from life experience, uh, trial and error um but specifically on this journey i was in um a relationship that was abusive uh on all levels and after ending that relationship um i felt nothing you no know, i don't I was here, but I think that I was sad that I wasn't feeling like me. I was sad that um, I had given so much pure energy, you know, and how do I come back from that and try to raise kids? How, like, I'm trying to wrap my mind around it, right? And I remember just the summer of 2018, um, right after I had my last son, actually, and uh I met this guy that um i I would say that he was he was kind of like um a sage in a sense uh it was it was so wild because I think that God really knew like. How hurt I was and God really knew like how how torn I was how how much I was blinded to my 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 actual essence now and I even in the sadness I felt like I knew that God was feeling that and he wanted me to overcome this somehow I just didn't know how But when I met this guy, um, (laughs) I told him about what happened. And I have never in my life had so much unconditional love from someone that I barely knew. I didn't understand it and leaving that last relationship that I was in I was not <laughs> I was not looking or wanting anything to do with another situation but I genuinely know that he just wanted me to be like he wanted me to just be in my own presence even if I was around him the silence spoke volumes it was like I could sit here and talk your era off right now, but in essence, I want you to get back to you and whatever that means, maybe that means you're getting back to you by you know us meditating together, me giving you this time away from your kids so you can you know get the silence, making sure that I'm making you aware of different cleanses um that uh some of his his shaman friends had that we went through and things that really like shifted me from kind of like dying and then coming to a rebirth right and like a a
0: phoenix almost
1: yeah it's so wild because like and I, I I'm getting chills like telling this story because I I guess I looked at it like this, but it sounds like almost phony <laughs> to an extent Call because me I now. had <laughs> exactly because <laughs> I had this cleanse right, and in the cleanse um it was an ayahuasca cleanse, um, it was a meditative one, a uh, guided meditation. But at some point, uh, I heard God, and I was like, oh, I'm about to get to God. That's all I kept thinking. Right, I seen this black space with like a, a a peak of light. You know, light equals God. We all know this. So I'm like, I gotta get there. I gotta get there. But meanwhile, I also hear so many people like on the outside, like it's okay, Tatiana. We've been trying to get this message to you. We know you've been through a lot, and it's like multiple voices all saying kind of the same thing. Like we we need we just need you to to carry on type thing. And this is way in the beginning of this journey, mind you. But when I get to the light, I don't see anybody. And I'm like, so what's going on? God, like, you here? And the response I heard was me. (laughs) It was me. And I'm telling you, like, even when that happened, I did not know how to dissect that. I, I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't even there throughout these years that have gone that has gone by i i realized god has been wanting me to see that that he lives within me <laughs> period come on right? wait come on so, with and, and if that's the case then i'm meant to be here to create and if that's the case i can reshape my life
2: there we go that that's, how, that's what it is how, right there
1: Exactly. How can I do that? How, how can I do that without making it feel, you know, inauthentic to me? These are questions that I ask myself because, I mean, mm-hmm. ain't nobody else asking. I'm, I'm that person. Like, I, I have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And it came down to uh, the the creative uh, passions that I have. It's dance. Art became one. And I realized these are the things that really have helped me um, express the things that I can't quite be vocal about. Because once I, I release that energy, maybe then I'll be able to journal. Maybe when I release that energy onto a canvas, then maybe I'll need, be able to talk to um, my friend about whatever it, it was I needed to talk to to him about. Um, but again, that was like the beginning of it. But when I decided to move here, God really started doing some work on me. Let me tell you, I'm <laughs> for real, because, uh, I don't know if you know who Michael Todd is, but he's a pastor, um, of this church. He has a book called Crazy Faith and um, there's a a sermon that he did it's called um I can't think of what it's called something in the desert basically where when God wanted you to reshape your life, he put you back in the desert. You go back into any of the 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 stories in the Bible where they're in the desert and those stories where the men have to to basically restart their life that's where they're doing it at in the desert and again I'm not putting all of these things together you know as my you know journey is happening this is me reflecting <laughs> but I'm I'm seeing this real time like you can't be here and not do what you have been asking me to help you do mm-hmm. so when I got here COVID hit not too long after I was out of work um i was still very much you know dealing with um a lot of <laughs> emotional abuse and i was like how do how do i get out of this i don't i'm i feel trapped what do i do and um i ended up checking myself into a mental facility um uh, during that time uh I mean I really didn't want to go I'll be honest but I knew that there was nothing else that was going to really like help the growth as far as like me getting the tools that I needed um to understand you know how my psyche was working and what I needed to move forward and so when I got there maybe about the fifth or sixth day Um, I think I really started to realize, like, all of these, these classes and things that they have us go to, yeah, they want us to do them to get our minds off of whatever it is that's making us, you know, depressed, but at the same time, they're exposing us to these things in hopes that one of these activities or one of these things resonate with you, so you can have this, this tool to, to help with that depression or help with that anxiety or what have you and so the things that of course spoke to me there was art I've never really dove into art you know on a personal tip like "Hmm, I'm just gonna go paint one day I mean that just wasn't like in my skill set at all dance was always at the forefront and I just felt comfortable doing it because it just allowed so much freedom um and so those are one of the things that i wrote down another thing that i wrote down was you know hiking exercising those are all good things to to get those endorphins all of those things are really good to 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 counter depression so <laughs> once i started realizing what they were doing i'm like oh they're just getting things to counter the other feeling. So whenever I'm feeling something, I need to just find a tool to counteract <laughs> that feeling to get out of it, basically. And so that is is what I started doing. I started painting um, after about two weeks of coming out of the facility. I was hiking every day. And like after the second week, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go home and finish this little project for my bathroom. Because I mean, I again, it wasn't really, like, anything I was, like, trying to, like, go hard in. It was just literally something I wanted to do to get my mind out of my mind. (laughs) I was just thinking too much.
2: That part.
1: Um, But when I started painting, G, I, like, literally was, like, in zombie mode. I, my kids weren't uh, there, so I was, like, able to zone in for a week straight mm-hmm. like I painted non-stop and I think I painted like 10 or 11 canvases in that week mm. and it, and it, again it was wild because I feel like they came well I was able to create them but they also came at a perfect time because like I said COVID was happening and everything was shut down I didn't have work or anything and my mom was like, you should sell those. <laughs> and I was like, I'm looking at her. I'm like, mom, what is the-? like I'm looking at these paintings like they my babies. Right. I'm like, you just want me to give these up? <laughs> <laughs> like, how dare you? But no, I understood what she was saying. Like, again, things were tight at the time. And again, I wouldn't change what happened at all. But so I decided to put them uh on my social media and do mm-hmm. an auction um so I did a live art auction and I sold 10 out of the 11 I kept one purposely oh, because, yeah. because I, I just couldn't and that's my favorite oh, yeah. one it's actually this one oh wow this is a this is a print but the actual uh piece you can actually touch the flowers oh wow Okay. Yeah, so okay, every, I everything I, I do you. is like mixed media. Yeah, yeah. okay. So um, after I sold all those, like I, I ain't gonna lie to you, like social media went him and I'm not a social media type. So I just felt all anxiety. I was like, oh my God, what's this? <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> what do I do? But it also let me know preparation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Preparation is key. Um, and that didn't stop me from painting, but it just put me in a mindset that like, now I have to be so intentional about everything that I'm doing. I don't care if somebody is in my inbox, like, Hey, when's the next time you're going to do a painting? Like, I don't feel that pressure. Like at all. <laughs> like, you you're just going to wait. You're going to see it when you see it. That's what it <laughs> is. Because right. the, honestly, I mean, anything that I do, whether it be dance or art, or uh, public speaking. Um, I also play the steel-tongue drum. Um, mm-hmm. I want the steel-tongue drum.
0: Steel-tongue um, drum.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> All
0: right. I'm about to look that
1: up. <laughs> it's kind of um, like, uh, sing, the singing bowls that you see people have, and they have different uh, notes for each singing bowl, but with the steel tongue drum all of the notes are on the drum it's kind of like um like a xylophone it's kind of like the circular xylophone okay okay <laughs> I wish okay. I had it in here I don't have it in here I'll show you but um yeah all of these again this is like one of the things that started to help me like as far as meditation and really like calm and anxiety and so like on On my journey to find the things that help me personally uh, with my depression and and calm anxiety and allow me to be more of myself, my authentic self around people i I want so badly to give to other people and it's not it's not something I know I can give necessarily to other people, but I want to at least assist them in, in that direction, you know, and I really feel like, um, the programs and the workshops that I'm currently developing, um, for natural royalty will really, really help not just adults and women my age, but I also want to help kids. Um, there, there's just so much on my journey, um, even with the spirituality aspect. Um when that comes to play um also in those workshops because I feel like you can't have one without the other. <laughs> uh, I I I feel like when I spent that week painting, God God was painting. <laughs> Not gonna lie. I looked at the paintings and I was like, gee, <laughs> how that happened. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not a painter, but I it's one of those things where, um, like, where I, I knew that it wasn't a skill that I was amazing at, but I also was willing to, like, l- let it become my own, and that, that right there was, like, the, like, the yummy part about it I was like oh my gosh like I can dance and I can you know get into a whole groove but if at any moment I have like you know this 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 urge to paint or express I can just (laughs) real quick I'm gonna do that I don't care what it looks like I don't care what it what it what it um what it does look like to other people it's all about perspective, right. I think that's the biggest thing about um art, aside from it mirroring life as far as like you know duality. that's a big thing that also has truly like helped my 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 brain be more at ease
2: mm.
1: with with things that that happen you know, in the world, because when you, you understand, you know, duality is like the resisting versus letting go or being a work in progress and a masterpiece at the same time mm-hmm. and reminding myself of those things, like genuinely, because I, I'm not totally healed. There are things that, that trigger me. There are things that, that are going to trigger me when, you know, I really, um, uh, Dive into relationships. I know that there there are going to be things that, you know, won't come up (laughs) until I'm in that situation. So having core tools and understanding, like, uh, duality and the, the we're being a work in progress and a masterpiece at the same time, just... It, it it just centers me, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that change is nature's default. And when we start to understand that, um, well, when I started to understand that, it started to help me overcome uh, dep- my depression and a lot of trauma. Uh, it just required me to to understand the importance of flowing with the change but also adapting to stay in the flow right because just because things change and things happen maybe sometimes the way that we don't quite understand it's our job and our responsibility to to uh stop almost like the scientific method i love science so um (laughs) and for real but my my brain naturally goes to the whole like scientific myth I gotta stop I'm observing the the whole situation figuring out what's going on asking myself questions because then I do have to analyze what what's my next move because I'm not trying to be in this same predicament again I'm not trying to feel this pain again I could sit here and cry and cry and think why me because I probably will cry anyway Pisces. (laughs)
0: That's that Pisces energy.
1: (laughs) But it's like I, I have to make sure that I'm not just analyzing it. Um I'm making um logical, you know, assumptions about like, hey, I put myself in this position, this happened because of this choice. Now next time. What can I do? All right, now I'm in this situation. Next time, this is the test part. People do not understand this. And this is so wild to me because this is literally like the order of life. <laughs> like, legit. Thinking,
0: hey, thinking one-on-one, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> literally, I'm like, they're like, man, I just, it's been a real test to see. Like, yes, of course. You're gonna always have to. Like nobody is eliminated from that right at all so it's like when when stuff happens to me and then i go through that whole process i be waiting on the test
0: like mm-hmm. <laughs> where where you at right right around right. the
1: corner <laughs> marco
0: polo let, let, let's get it
1: <laughs> literally but but when we are you know in that cycle or in in the awareness you know of duality and and how nature changes when those tests come up, they'll feel like tests. You'll still feel the emotional, you know, hit from it because we human, mm-hmm. but you'll be ready to take it head on. Thanks. And, and I can say that because use the scientific method
0: and test it
1: and, and analyze it. Now I'm reporting back to you.
0: <laughs> hey, I love it. I love it. Hey, but Tati, check this. Let's Let's take a quick commercial break. You know, let the All people right. let this resonate in their mind because they might have to do some some dialing back to be like, man, why I keep going through the same thing? So when we come back, we're gonna hit them with some more real ish So y'all be um so we're gonna come back, y'all, and uh, y'all be ready for it. Get your pen and pad ready. <laughs> All right, y'all. We back, we back. had to take a quick sip of water. Granted, I don't drink water, but I know Tati drink that water. Um yeah, man, we 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 at it. We in it. We in the thick of it. And she talking some good ish. And I I really want to touch on a few things before I you know let her get back on because I noticed that she made she mentioned something earlier that a lot of y'all probably don't know what it is. So she used the term sage, right? So me, I'm familiar with the, what the sage is, but there's different understandings understandings of a sage. But normally, a sage is a term used from like med, medieval times or like in greek mythology or whatnot and it basically explains a person that has a a special set of skills so my understanding of a sage is someone who or actually i'm thinking of a mage a mage does magic and things of that nature but a sage Mm. is someone who has uh extreme knowledge and is a good person so just wanted to put that out there for y'all just in case y'all were like sage ain't that what you use to burn in the house Don't you put that on, put that on your, you uh, your stuffing. Don't you put that in your stuffing? Like, yeah, you can put the sage in the stuffing. It's a little ingredient, you know, a little herb. But for the sense, for the sense of the, the episode of what we're talking about, a sage is a person who has wisdom and is a good person. So just so I just wanted to put that caveat out there. So in case you was wondering, y'all head scratchers, you know what I mean? So, uh, but yeah, so <laughs> let's, let's get back into it. So Tati, Fair all right. Yeah. So you've been. Dropping gems this whole time, you know, talking about different things regarding energy flow, regarding you know pouring into other people, you know how you started your journey, the importance of art, the importance of spirituality and, and understanding the God in you, and I was super you know um, it's, uh, elated by that because like my boy Devonino said the same thing. When we were talking about chakras, so people that understand energy and how it works knows that it starts with you and it flows out of you, and you just got to learn how to. You know control that current. When you when you learn how to control that current, it opens up a lot of doors. So y'all just keep that in mind, people. Understanding your energy, it flows everything, and then rest is history. If y'all trying to be a millionaire, understand the energy in you. If you want to be a good person, understand mm-hmm. energy in you. <laughs> if yeah. you want to try to do great things, understand the energy in you. Once you do that, yeah. life is golden. Life is golden. Yeah. You you become Omarion. You're unbothered because you know that. Ain't nobody take your energy from you. You feel me? So just keep that in mind, people. But
1: <laughs> I'm so done with you.
0: I got to, I, I got to let the people know because they got to understand. Omari, he was out there dancing with man. I don't know if you saw that verses, but that verses was yes, boo boo.
2: Awesome. <laughs> I was. I
1: I don't even know how to explain how I felt it was just it was bad it was all bad was from terrible. the watermelon to the floor it was it was bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad no but uh, everything that you said like you you super like on point with it all like when we learn how to move in that current it's everything and I think that being you know in the society that we live in People find it a lot harder to tap into their own current, not just because of like, you know, the, uh, techno, the technology and, and that type of distraction, but their own <laughs> distraction. Like people will literally uh, intentionally avoid things that they don't want to deal with and think it's not harming anybody. But reality, it is whether you know it or not. If I walk around and I decided I'm going to let that situation like just be, I'm not going to deal with it. I'm not going to try to learn a lesson from it. Nobody's going to be hurt by that. And I, I actually held on to that, you know, for a minute. But I will say that there has definitely been monumental people in my life that has constantly, constantly made me remember that that is not true if I don't go forward with my healing then that it's not that it just doesn't affect anybody in your mind like it it affects your kids and maybe not right now but when they're older it may affect the people that you are supposed to be serving because yeah we're supposed to be here and and getting our our birthright and 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 being full of a, a abundance but we are also here to serve and purpose and I cannot do that if I'm not healing that current constantly if I'm not doing that that self-evaluating work constantly and I think that we we have a hard time dealing with it because I mean, let's be real. Nobody wants to feel the guilt or shame of things maybe that they've done. And then on the flip side, people don't want to feel, you know, pain that they've endured. No way they want to go back through that, relive it. Why? But I will say the most important thing for me to to, to relive it was to really... Understand it so that I can release it in the most genuine way. But I did that through art. It was easier through art. You, yeah, through, um, art or creative expression, I will say. Cause when I say art, I don't want it to be limited in any way. But with creative expression, it allows you to suspend your, uh, your disbelief of limiting possibilities. It it allows you to tap into creative solutions that may not always seem logical, but having that mindset, um, made solutions feel infinite for me. You know, and I think that again, that the creative expression is a part of that key. Um, tapping into the cycles of nature. And when I say like cycles of nature, um, yes, in the seasons, but also moon cycles, you
2: mm-hmm. so, know,
1: tapping into, to, to those things and being consistent with, consistent with them and your own self care. You start to realize how life is genuinely flowing. It, sometimes it, it moves faster, um, <laughs> than, than other seasons, to be honest, but other times you have this really slow um flowy p- uh space where you you're supposed to be learning and and grounding yourself and if we're moving in all of the distraction you know we don't know that that's the cycle that we're supposed to be moving in we didn't even take we didn't take the time out to see where where we was moving and i know honestly like a lot of people get tired of me going so deep but like um i i just feel like why not <laughs> to be honest and and i know i i started saying that you know my journey really started after that relationship but i think that i felt like it started then because i know that that's where i i my i died right but in 2012 my my dad passed and that actually launch natural royalty because of so many things that I want to answer but death and heartbreak and all the other types of pain that we feel like and I don't want to be that person but I will say I mean it's necessary sometimes for for certain you know um, elements of growth like I said I, I didn't have the Specific role models I know I needed for my journey. I know that, um, God has so much more for me than I can even imagine. And so in that, there's this preparation that are you getting the skills that I need you to get? Did you obtain that from that last relationship? Did you get that from that situation? I'm, I'm all my, that's how I operate 24 seven. Like I can't cut that off. I don't even understand how people cut it off. <laughs> to be honest, but that keeping that 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 mindset behind anything that has has been painful, um, it works, and and I will say that it works again because of the scientific method, tested, tried and true. Um. But as far as death, like even the, the guy that I spoke about, um, the sage, <laughs> um, he, he passed away, uh, unexpectedly, maybe like a year and a half after knowing him. Wow. And yeah, it was wild. It was so wild because I was, I was legit devastated. I thought to myself, like, God, you are really playing with my emotions. <laughs> mm-hmm. You what why? Why
0: do we have a problem?
1: Like, it's just explain. Just explain to me what was going on. But that's why like I kind of like referred to him as a sage and because he's still like his energy is still with me and I know that that his energy is only with me still because of the intentional time that we spent together. He could have said so many things, told me what I needed to do the lessons, even though he did, let me, let me set the record straight. He was never shy to tell me when I needed, you know, to, to get my, my, my shit together round about basically. Um, but he was like, I feel like he tapped in to my spirit, you know, he, without the physical, he tapped into my spirit and understood how to communicate with me in the space that I was in. And because of how he operated, he allowed me to learn stuff about myself. Right. And that's why I say that situation really kind of also catapulted my 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 growth but his death also um balanced me more in this life i don't know if that even makes sense
0: i'm, I'm catching it i'm catching it <laughs> i feel like not not to not to cut you off but they yeah. say certain people come in your life for a reason right you got leaves yeah. you got branches and you have roots right some yeah. people are here for a lifetime. Some people are here for a season. Some people are here for, yeah. you know, literally flipping and reversing, right?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, those people that leave that marker on you, it resonates with you, and it helps guide you even when they're not around. And I and, okay. and I can speak to that too. I have a lot of people that I've you know come across, and like even one of my good friends when I started my PhD, he he started too, and this guy. At the time I'm twenty-eight and he was sixty-six, right? Older guy. But we met each other. We had the same mentor. Our mentor, he's in his he's in his late thirties, right? So he's sixty-six, getting mentorship from a thirty-eight year old. But that thirty-eight year old has a doctor. So we're both taken from this man, but the time that I spent with he was a good person. Yeah. Good person. So even to this day, he passed uh probably <clears throat> I wanna say in 2019. I met him at eighteen and he I think he passed late twenty nineteen. Um but I met his son and you know, built a relationship with him because me and him we have similar backgrounds and understandings. So, you know, serving as like a mentor advocate for him and you know, again to, and I'm not trying to steal the show because this is this episode is about you, right? Good. Um, but you know, it, again, those people they leave those markers in your life and those markers are there for a reason. And you have to tap into those. You don't just forget about these people and move forward. You tap into those, especially in those moments of diarrhea. Oh, he ain't going
1: to let me forget. For a <laughs> Seriously, it's annoying sometimes. I'm like, all right, guy. <laughs> we get it.
2: But it's real, I though, know what so I so need I to do. I appreciate that.
1: Yeah. Um, he uh, definitely left a mark, but also made me realize not just with his death, my dad's death too, like Neither one of them will, their deaths aren't going to be in vain because I am that person that looked at how their lives impacted mine.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: so with the seeds that they planted within me, I plan to, uh, sow those seeds to other people. And that, that's actually, um, how I started my next, uh, painting series. It's called okay. Star
0: Seeds. Yeah. Um,
1: what's
0: what is it? I called? I actually
1: started it. Star seeds.
0: Star seeds. Okay.
1: Yep. I actually started it so, like November-ish last year. But, um, this is one of those things where I'm, I'm being obedient with God because he said, not yet. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, not yet. <laughs> but I understand because with, with every month changing, something new comes mm-hmm. that if I would have put More effort and, you know, showcasing it or trying to get it out that it wouldn't have served the purpose that it needs to serve. So it's still in my garage, still adding on to it. And now he's like, no, this is, this is a story. That's why, that's why I want you to hold on to it. You're not doing art to, to, to just have a gallery opening. You, you know, the intention that you want out of your art, your dance, everything you want. Not only the, the freedom of expression for yourself and others, but you also want to tell that story. You also want to make sure that they understand that this, this art form is allowing you to understand the flow of, of life better. It's, it's, it's helping you in, in every sense. And I have to be able to
2: um, dissect the the the
1: story or the message that spirit puts on me when i am creating so if it doesn't come automatically after you know i've done the piece i have to let it you know just be and then I might have a dream or I might just walk past it or I watch the movie and I'm like, oh, my God, mind blown. And honestly, I love to I, I love thoroughly to to live like that because it allows me to depend on God. That's where the that faith taps in. And it's like, OK, God, I'm going to let you do you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have faith, even though this don't look right. <laughs> Even though this don't feel right i think I think I'm gonna just see where this go and and doing that the the thats the that scientific method, like i just said it it's yielding the consistent results, right so nobody, nobody <laughs> can tell me that moving in faith the way that I have to to get the results that I need sometimes, whether that mean a hey, I don't know how I'm gonna pay that bill, but God told me to let it go and keep doing what I'm doing, taking care of what I'm taking care of, and it's gonna be taken care of.
2: Period. Nothing straight else. Like that. And that's Just on that. Straight
1: like that. <laughs> and 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 I and I realized even though that's easier for me to do, it's a lot harder for for most people to do. Mm-hmm. But it's only harder because they're not making it a habit.
0: That part right there. And I, I, you know what? I think based on that, that's a that's a great way to sum up the episode, because we got to talk about accountability. A lot of people yeah. don't like to take accountability when it comes to, you know, digging in and tapping into themselves and making amends. Mm-hmm. People like to stay within that same realm, make excuses and say, oh, this only happened because it is. No, it happened because you let it happen. You have yeah. the power to, to you know, kind of disseminate that and go around that and do what you need to do to get out of that. So, man, I want to thank you for coming on today because, listen, I, I know it was kind of tough because you like, I don't get in front of people like that. But I was like, I got to get my sister on here. I just met you, what, a month ago and you've yeah. been able to yeah. vibe out the way you've been vibing out. So it's, it's been super dope. But again, people, yeah. you know, listen to what she's saying because it's real out here. You can heal yourself. It's It's, it's there. You can do it. Stop letting social media distract you and put you in this state of mind that you are you are less than because someone has more than you. You have what you have because you you need what you have based on you doing that. So worry about you, stay in your lane, it's real out here. But with that being said, it's the non-stop playing podcast. It's your boy Kwali. If you haven't already, like, subscribe, you know, leave some comments. Let me know what y'all want to hear in the future. And if you're looking to support your boy, I have a link that will be in the bio. Again, drop them dollars, cause you, hey, it, it's real out here. It's real out here. I ain't try. I I ain't pimping out here. But what I'm saying is, help your boy out. <laughs> but with that being said, thank you, Tati, and this has been another serious topic. Thank you, and I will check in with y'all next time.